There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Latte master himself, nasty Nate Tringali. Oh, Nate, how the hell, how the hell are you? Doing good, man. We're getting closer. I'm <clears throat> getting anxious over here. What? I'm not even watching the preseason. I don't even mess around with that. But no, I'm past that too. I ain't feeling the preseason. Josh nah. Jacobs played a whole first quarter in a Hall of Fame game, though. What the hell was that? And he didn't get hurt. No, he didn't get hurt. No kidding. But. I mean, he's playing the whole first quarter of a Hall of Fame game. Maybe uh, Josh McDaniels ain't liking him too much. I mean, who, what's the other option? Kenyon Drake? Yeah. I mean, Kenyon Drake, he was a good plug-in guy last year. He was. But we're getting off topic. I think that'll um, be a kind of a split in time. but True. Um, I don't know what part we're on, but we're on the AFC side. So we're part five. five. Part five of the octopod extravaganza which means that what we're, we're four weeks out from the nfl season four weeks man Jeez, four weeks from today close. hard knock started and not hard knock started up and not the one that you watch on pornhub like the actual hard knocks on h on hbo that was pretty good but we're getting into it we're getting started with the afc this week which i'm pumped about and specifically we're talking about the afc east um, I'm excited about this division. I'm pumped. Uh, the AFC as a whole, man. I I don't feel like there's at least as far as stuff to talk about. There's not really one dry division. No, yeah, there's not one boring division out there. No. Um, and I think there's a lot of sneaky teams in here, and a lot of interesting teams. A lot for of interesting. For teams, sure. For sure. I, this is going to be a tough playoff hunt for a lot of these teams in the AFC. I think because oh, yeah. it's 
pretty pretty AFC this year. Uh, I mean, just with the Bills, the Chiefs, the Chargers, the Broncos with Russ coming in, it's going to be a, a tough year scratching out some playoff spots for a lot of these teams. True. And we're going to be talking about one of those teams in this division in the AFC East, but we're going to start at the bottom. We're going to start with the New York Jets, baby. J-E-T-S, Jets, Jets, Jets. 4-13 <laughs> last year in 2021. Very sad showing, but a lot of promise towards the end of the season. Um, let's go through their additions right now. Uh, they got two pretty well-known tight ends. They got Tyler Conklin, the Vikings tight end. He signed a free agent deal. Um, tight end CJ Usa, uh, Usma. Uzama. Uzama. I've heard so many different pronunciations of this dude's name. I, that's what I've, I've heard. I don't know. Uzama from uh, the Bengals. He signed a three-year deal for $24 million. He had a lot of, uh, you know, spurts last season, especially with Joey B. Um, they also added <clears throat> they all added uh, offensive guard Lincoln Tomlinson from the 49ers. He signed a three-year $40 million deal. Um, defensive lineman Solomon Thomas from the Raiders. He signed a one-year $2.25 million deal. Um, linebacker Quan Alexander from the Saints. Um, he signed a one-year deal. This actually happened today. We're breaking this. Um, offensive tackle Dwayne Brown. He signed a two-year $22 million contract. Um, to add to that O-line, you'd love to see O-line pickups in the offseason. I think those... Those are definitely are the most clutch. <clears throat> well, especially this um, one here. You know, Mackay Becton, they're hopefully starting right tackle this year. Which just went down with an injury just a day or two ago. Uh, probably out for the season. So this is a kind of a last-minute addition yeah. that they're having to make. Uh, not a bad guy to get at this time of year. No, yeah, I was going to say, that's a, this is a great guy. There, to, so. Yeah, to throw yeah. in that spot. They kind of got lucky with it. Um Safety, Jordan Whitehead, he signed a two-year deal worth $14.5 million. And then they got Greg the Leg. Greg the Leg's airline, he signed a free agent contract with them. Um, Nathan, what do you think about the, do you think, um, fantasy-wise, fantasy-wise, two tight ends with Conklin and uh, Uzama, uh, e- either one of them have any value? What do you think? I don't, I don't think so. Like, when, when you get into these two tight end sets, most tight ends don't have a heavy target share to begin with. And that, you know, take these two tight end sets. And it's the same way with running backs, too, because I, I, trust me, I struggled with it last year with Kareem Hunt and Nick Chubb. Yeah. You never know oh, who's yeah. going to get the bulk of the bulk of the touches that game. And I feel like both those guys are really like the guys last season that would have like one good game and then the next game have one catch for four yards. Or some shit. So, um, but overall, as a whole, I guess, what do you think about for sure, the Jets' uh, free agent pickups? I, I love them. Oh. I love them. the Jets are the Jets are making moves, and I love it. Uh, the CJ uses pickup. I like that. Lakin Tomlinson, good piece on the offensive line there. Backer Quan Alexander, obviously the Dwayne Brown pick we just talked about, and I didn't know Greg Zerline signed with the Jets, but I like that. <laughs> yeah, Greg the leg. Um, I, we'll talk about it. They, here they've been making moves. They really departure. didn't. Uh, you know, they they had. I thought they had a pretty decent draft too, which we'll get into here in a minute. But 
I like a lot of the things they're doing there. Yeah, they got you know, this year too. Of, gotta... Year two of uh, Robert Sala there. I, I think he's, I, I think he's starting to make the moves he wants to make and get get the guys on the defensive side of the ball he wants there. Yeah, and I think you know having that good O line that you're adding to here, that's great because you're. I mean, Michael Carter he looked great last year in some games. Um, he's a good running back, and that takes a bunch of pressure off Zach Wilson if he's doing good. So I like the additions as well. Let's get into the subtractions here a little bit. They did lose um, veteran wide receiver Jamison Crowder. He went to the Bills, actually, and we'll talk about him in a little bit. Um, safety Marcus May, he went to the Saints. Um, uh, offensive lineman Greg Van Rotten, he also went to the Bills. And then their kicker, Matt Amendola, um, he's gone. So that's, I mean, they replaced Greg the Leg with him. Um, Absolutely. I mean, I mean every, every, everything they lost there, I'm looking at the additions, and they not only replaced that player, but improved on that player. Uh, except yeah. for maybe Jamison Crowder, but they did get uh, Garrett Wilson in the draft. He'll, we'll see what he turns out to be. But uh, that could be huge as well. Yeah. And, I mean, they also, like we're about to get into, they drafted pretty damn well, too, in my opinion. Um, first I round. I loved their draft. I, I think they got their uh, draft went way under the radar. For sure, for sure. And I, I mean, it. They did get lucky. They had three picks in the in the first round, but still, I feel like they hit pretty well on all on all their first round picks, definitely, and even their second round I, pick. We'll see, but it looks like it. Uh, um, first round, go, they got. You can go over. Yeah, Sauce Gardner. Um, they got him cornerback. Then they got wide receiver Garrett Wilson. Um, curious to see when he's going to be suiting up for them. And then they also got defensive end Jermaine Johnson. And then in the second round, they got running back Brees Hall. That got a lot of people buzzing. Um, him and Michael Carter are probably going to fight for a lot of carries this upcoming season. And then third round, they got tight end Jeremy Ruckert. Um, sure. Nathan, I want to hear about it. What do you think about this Jets draft? Uh, first of all, I think Sauce Gardner in the next few years will be a top corner in the league. Garrett Wilson, I think he's going to be a solid receiver for, for a while. And I think Jermaine Johnson ended up, I mean, he was, they were talking about him on, on, you know, that Wednesday, Thursday, leading up to the draft going in the top five and he dropped way back into the twenties and they were able to pick him up there. So, could be a great steal there, and then I thought the Brees Hall pickup in the second round was pretty good too. I I I, I had a feeling he was going to go late first round, but getting him in, into the second round is pretty good. Yeah, um, I agree with you. I like their draft a lot. Um, man, saying Sauce is going to be a top end, corner. Yeah, they got another tight end. Yes, I sir. mean, yeah, I liked a lot of their picks. Um, Brees Hall. What, I mean, they got a pretty good... I thought Michael Carter was a pretty good back. But Brees Hall, going in the second round, like you said, it's kind of a drop. Um, what do you think about the Brees Hall pickup? Uh, Michael Carter looked good last year, I thought. At least it earned the running back one. He had some spurts. I think... I don't know if they want him to be their number one back. Um, but I think that, I think him and Brees Hall are going to split some time this year. I still think Michael Davis... Are, um, Michael Carter's going to have the majority of the carries this year, uh, but I think Brees Hall is going to make a run at it. 
Yeah, I mean, either way, I think I think they just really saw Brees Hall drop this far, and they, it's hard to pass that up. Yeah, you know? I mean, that's where I, I think, I, as far as running backs, like if you're just gonna willy nilly pick up a running back, and absolutely need one, don't do it in the first round. Don't willy nilly anything. No. <laughs> <laughs> um. Okay. Strength of schedule tied for seventeenth. This year, uh, opponents not had terrible. a 142. No, not bad. 142, 145, and two record in 2021. Uh, Nathan, do you want your guess, or you want to go first with the Jets, or do you want the big? I want to. I want to. Since you claimed the Jets as your team this year, nah, I want to. I might. <laughs> I want to hear. I want to hear yeah. what you got to say. I'm not feeling too confident about that one. But this is a huge year for Zach Wilson. Not only is he banging Cougars off field but he needs to be slinging <laughs> darts on field like i want to see it i want i don't want like this to be like controversy zach wilson where he's like oh i couldn't play because all this these rumors going around no i want hey i banged my friend's mom and i'm out here and i'm gonna bang all your guys's moms too that's the <laughs> zach wilson i want to see this year they got the weapons like this is an interesting team um the O-line is getting better. Like, it's definitely not bottom tier at all. Um, this is more talent on this offense than Sam Darnold had during his entire run, by far. Uh, Sam Darnold's last year was arguably the 100%. worst wide receiver core I've ever seen. Now you got, um, you know, you got you got fun guys out there. I mean, Brees Hall, he can catch. Um, you got... Uh, I'm, I'm drawing Garrett a Wilson's going to be exciting once he, once he does start playing. Yeah, I mean, I, I think uh, he's I, he should return. I don't, I don't, I haven't checked on that in a bit. I don't know how that's looking, but yeah, that's what I'm I heard. Assuming a he'll probably back. get worked, worked in the stuff. Yeah, but I mean, losing Jameson Crowder sucks, but at the same time, you got a younger core. I Braxton Berrios, he's a fun guy to watch too. Um, you know, they just they got a lot of guys, a lot of weapons. Michael Carter as well. They got the running game. They got the two tight end set with Conklin and Usama. You got two tight end ones on your team. I want to see Zach Wilson slinging it this year. I think this team's going to make a little bit of a run. I think they have, um, especially if Zach Wilson shows any sign of improvement, he's going to get carried by this offense. Um, man, this, this is tough to say because it is the Jets. I think there's just too many playmakers on offense, and I like their young core. I'm going the Jets eight and nine. Oh my god, this is yeah. this is just because it's your team, isn't it? No, and they got an easier schedule. Like, look at this. Look, I mean, they play Cleveland is that a, week two. Is that a hot take? It might be eight and nine. Missing the I, I, I got to be honest. A little foreshadowing here. I actually have the Jets at eight and nine as well. What? Look at this. And I was sitting there wondering, is that a hot take? Because the way I look at it, I really don't know. I think I think they can split with Miami. I think they can split with um, New England. For sure. And then, I mean, let's go through the schedule here. I mean, you got Baltimore. That's a winnable game, despite what people want to say. The Jets arguably have a better offense now, which is even scarier to say, especially if Garrett Wilson's healthy uh, week yeah. one. You know, I mean, the, the who's on this receiving core right now for the Ravens, you know? Um, and then they got. Uh, I don't know. I saw Rashad Bateman dealing with some injuries as well. Yeah, he's going through a bunch of shit in training camp. Um, I mean, hopefully that online can come back. 
But, you know, Lamar didn't look the best last year. Who knows what this Baltimore team's going to do. And then you got Cleveland, which is a winnable game. You're going to be going up against Jacoby Brissett probably, which, you know, okay, that's a, that's a win on the record if he plays like he did the last two seasons. Um, Cincy, they'll probably lose. But Pittsburgh, they're going to beat Pittsburgh. I'm sorry. They are. They're a better team than Pittsburgh on paper. Miami, like I said, they can split. Green Bay, they probably lose. But I think they can make some upsets in here. Um, and then the second half of their season, like they got a couple, a Chicago game. They got a stretch of Detroit, Jacksonville, Seattle, and Miami to end the season. They could easily end the season going 4 0. I Absolutely. think they're going to be a hot team. I think they're going to be struggling early on, and then they're going to just hit that kill switch during that four game stretch at the end of the season. You know, maybe be 4 9 and then end the season <clears throat> 8 9, you know, and just get the confidence up of everybody. So here's, here's, the way I see the Jets this year. Last year, if you remember, a lot of they struggled with a lot of injuries. Yeah. And they went for four and thirteen. I think with the improvements they made offensively, uh, I think defensively they make some strong moves too. If they can stay healthy, I think all that's worth four wins. Especially okay. with that especially with that last four game stretch that they couldn't end up 4-0 in I think that's I think that's fair by the way the over under is five and a half oh hammer that they can hammer I think at least they're going seven and ten maybe six and eleven you could talk me into that but I'm not going under six there's no way hold on I want to I want to verify this oh verify because that yeah because that's on over your ears my sp- no, not you. I'm saying the people because they hear your little mouse scrolling through. <laughs> but, yeah, I'm excited for the Jets this year, honestly. I don't think um, – I, I just really I, – I do believe in Zach Wilson. He showed some spurts last year. I feel like Darnold maybe had a game or two where he, he looked like he had it, but – I mean, Zach Wilson had the worst O-line last year. That O-line was awful, and they just improved it so much. Um, and, I mean, the kid's got good running ability. You know, they're going to be able to do a lot. You know, you got a two-running-back set. That's, you know, that, that works for, uh, you know, works for Cleveland. Cleveland wins a lot of games with a two-running-back set. You know, I think they got two, two talented backs, too. Did you find it yet? I can't stall any more time. All right, the Jets... Hold on, they're plus 400 to have a winning record. Oh, yeah, I don't want that. That's a crazy good season. They got to upset like Denver, um, which I, I, yeah, I don't see them doing stuff like that. Denver, maybe like Green Bay. A Jets winning and Green Bay or over Green Bay, that would be crazy during the season. That would get NFL Twitter to go fucking nuts. That would be something to see. All right, do you have it? Uh, we'll move on. I can't find it. No, all good. Um, let's talk about Miami a little bit. Miami right now, um, actually last year, 9-8 and eight record in 2021. Um, let's go through their additions. They got quarterback Teddy Bridgewater. He signed a one-year $6.5 million deal um, for Miami here. They also got running back Chase Edmonds from the Cardinals. He signed a two-year $12.6 million contract. That got a lot of people talking. Um, Sony Michelle, his piece of shit ass. He went to the Rams. 
sign a free agent deal. I'll just put him in here because he's a notable name, but, I mean, he ain't going to do jack shit because this guy was also signed, Raheem Mostert from the 49ers. He signed a one-year deal worth $3.125 million. Um, they got a fast backfield with him and Edmonds. Damn, that's a, that's a lot of speed. Um, and then speaking of speed, goddamn, they got Tyreek Hill. He was acquired in trade with Kansas City in exchange for a 2022 first, second, and fourth round pick and a 2023 fourth and sixth round pick. Um, he also agreed to a four-year, $120 million extension. Then they got another wide receiver in Cedric Wilson from the Cowboys. He signed a three-year, $22.8 million deal. Um, this team's going heavy, heavy on offense. Um, they also added to the offensive line, getting ter um, Tarana Armstead. They got him on a five-year, $75 million deal to help that left tackle position. And then linebacker uh, Melvin Ingram. Remember him last year? Um, he signed a one-year, $5 million deal. This, I feel like this whole division really made a big splash in free agent. Like, most of the free agents went to teams in the AFC East, I feel like. And especially Miami. Miami made a lot of moves. Um, what do you think about their additions? Do you think they're overrated? <clears throat> no, absolutely not. I think they made a ton of strong moves. The only question is, I mean, it's all going to come down to Tua because you've got Chase Edmonds and Raheem Mostert that should provide plenty of running game for you. Uh, Tyreek Hill, Cedric Wilson... They've got the weapons. They've got the, you know, Teron Armstead, that's a big addition on the offensive line as well. So it's all there for him. It, it, the only question is, can Tua do it? I mean, it, and they went it, all offense. Aside from Melvin Ingram, they went all offense. Yeah. Yeah, I guess you got a point. I mean, and I, I don't understand how Tua's all of a sudden come out and people start saying Tua's average. Like, remember last year? Do we remember last, like, the last two seasons? Everybody, like, we've seen the tapes on Tua. He looks bad. You know, he finally has the weapons. I get it with Tyreek and Cedric Wilson um, and Chase Edmonds. But let's not I act like he hasn't had decent receivers the last two years. Yeah, and, you know, Devontae Parker's a great receiver. Jarvis Landry was a great receiver, you know? Like, I I don't know. I, I'm personally not a Tua guy, but if he's – gonna perform if he doesn't perform this year you need to find a different quarterback because you have and like this team's set up for a new quarterback too by the way this is perfect for miami for them to run a year with tua if they you know underwhelm you get two <clears> out of there you throw somebody else in you got a lot of people still under contract um with this offense especially maybe like a tom brady if he was thinking about it but um Let's go through their... their well, we know he was thinking about it. <laughs> exactly. If he's considering it, like, I mean, throwing to Tyreek Hill and, you know... They did, Mike, they did just the lose top. a first and a third round pick, so... True. They got, I mean, they got a good tight end, too. Like, now they have two fast True. running backs. This is going to be a fun offense, for sure. Um, subtractions, they lost Jacoby Brissett. Like I said, it Browns. could be. But it's all going to come down to one thing. Tua. If Tua is as good as Tyreek Hill says he is... Oh, shit. He's going to be in Canton next year then. He's going to be accepting his Hall of Fame jacket, if he's, according to Tyreek Hill. Um, subtractions, they lost uh, quarterback Jacoby Brissett after his disastrous. What happened to him? He looked good. I thought he was actually a decent quarterback in Indianapolis. And last year, he, I, I used to put him on, like, Tyrod Taylor level, and now I put him, like, in the shithole level where it's like your team's going to lose. 
And that's – I'm assuming he's going to be starting the first six games for Cleveland. Yeah, that that's uh, that's definitely the idea, at least from what I've heard. <clears throat> um, they also lost running back Duke Johnson. He went to the Bills. Um, running back Phil Lindsay, he's gone as well. He went to the Colts. Um, offensive lineman Jesse Davis went to the Vikings. And then cornerback Jason McCourty, he retired. Uh, Nathan, what do you think about the subtractions? Not a whole lot, honestly. Uh, the running game was kind of a mess last year, which is not yeah. what I expected. I Honestly, I thought uh, Miles Gaskin was going to be pretty good last year. I think I drafted him in, in fantasy. But uh, he, he did not end up being, being very good last year. They, they made some additions, replaced those running backs, uh, the offensive, you know, Jesse Davis on the offensive line. The Jason McCourty, not a huge deal at this point. So yeah. I think, you know, mostly just additions on this team. I don't know. I don't know. This this whole division is kind of up in the air for me, except for the Bills probably. You think Jace, Chase Edmonds is going to be like, oh, man, that was a good pickup, or damn, we kind of overrated him? It's either going to be Chase Edmonds or Raheem Mostert, one of the two. Yeah, because I, I feel like, yeah, you're right. One of those two are going to miss. And, I mean, also, I keep forgetting, they got Jalen Waddle out there. Jalen Waddle and Tyreek is going to be a hell of a combination. I didn't even think about that. Yeah, like, I completely forgot about the fact. And that kid And Cedric good. Wilson. I mean, Cedric Any Wilson's others? a... Yeah, Cedric He's Wilson's no a great wide receiver. Yeah, that's three... F- like, shit. Where... I mean... If Tua cannot... Re- <laughs> no. Dude, that's If good. Tua can't perform... Holy shit. Yeah. I, just the more and more I think about it, I'm like, man. Think of... Even Kirk Cousins in that offense, he's throwing 40 fucking touchdowns. Like, that's a lot of speed, and that's a lot of good route running, too. Like, Jalen Waddle. If oh, yeah. Jamar Chase didn't have the season that he had last year, everybody would be talking about Jalen Waddle, like you know Justin 100%. Jefferson type. You know he threw, he had over a thousand yards too. He played good too. You know it wasn't just a Jamar Chase show last year for rookie wide receivers. Jalen Waddle broke the record for uh, receptions by a rookie last year. Yeah, didn't he catch over a hundred? Mm-hmm. Insane. Uh, yeah, first year, one hundred four yard or one hundred four receptions, over a thousand yards and six touchdowns. That's a fucking hell of an introductory. And, and his he, quarterback was Tua Tungavailoa. Like, Jesus his, Christ. His, uh, his rookie season was better than Justin Jefferson's, arguably. And nobody talked about it. Well, uh, let's... I mean, also, he's just going to have an easy, easier route. I mean, he might lose some targets. But, I mean, he's not going to be doubled anymore. You know? He's, he's going to be open because they're going to be all over Tyreek Hill. This is his yeah. year, too. Especially if Tua can get going. Um, draft, they are similar to the Rams where they've traded a lot of their draft picks away. Um, they drafted in the third round, and they got inside lamb, linebacker Channing Tindall. Nathan, you know much about Channing, uh, Channing Tindall? Not a whole lot. All right, then let's move on. Uh, strength of schedule. <laughs> I re- I'm sorry, I don't know much about the kid. And they didn't have another pick till the fifth round, and I didn't want to put that shit in there. I don't care That's about okay. it. I don't care that much. I'm sorry. Um, they have the 21st hardest schedule, so they have a pretty easy schedule coming in the next season. Opponents had a 138-149-2 and two record in 2021. Nathan, do you want to give your thoughts on this new Miami offense, or you want me to go? 
I'll, t- I'll take it. So Miami is, like I said, I, I honestly look at them as a wild card. I don't know. I, I really didn't know exactly what to do with them. So, I th- like I said, I think it's just going to come down to Tua. And I really want this team to be good. I really do. I've got them at seven and seven and ten. Seven and ten. That's not seven bad. Seven and ten. And the more no, and more I, t- I. But honestly, I don't think that's. I don't think that's good enough. No, that's definitely an underwhelming season. That's enough to get too out, in my opinion. I. But, I mean, the more and more we talk about this, the more and more I kind of want to give Miami a little more wins. But, let me go through the first five weeks or so. They play New England at home, Mm -hmm. Baltimore on the road, Buffalo at home, Cincy on the road, and then the Jets on the road. They have a good chance of starting. Oh, and then the Vikings. Then they play the Vikings after that um, at home. They have a good chance of starting. So, I... Hundred that very well could happen. I have them winning the first week one against the Patriots. Jets, Vikings, Steelers, Lions, and Bears. That's that's a five game stretch there. Yeah. And then they lose to the Browns and win against the Texans. That ends yeah, at a... what's that? Probably week twelve. Yeah, about week twelve, week to thirteen, somewhere in there. And that after is the probably their last one on the board. Because after that, it goes 49ers, Chargers, Bills, Packers. I think they split against the Patriots is what I was thinking. So it, that could come then. And then the Jets. Yeah. <clears throat> it seems like so no that, matter what, they're going to have a stretch where they lose a bunch of games. No matter what. It's either going to come at the beginning or it's going to come at the end. Um, yeah. I don't get how this is the 24, 21st hardest schedule. 21st. I don't even know. Yeah. I don't know. Because they, they do have, like, the center of their schedule is, is fairly weak. Yeah, and, like, I mean, the, the Jets Steelers, definitely Lions, probably. Bears. You're playing the Jets twice, which definitely drops it, you know, record-wise, because they only won four yeah. games. And you got Detroit on the record, too. But, like, both those teams improved a lot. So, I think this is where one of the few times where strength of schedule is a little misleading. Uh, I talked myself out of it. I'm going to go with my original guess. I think, you know, new coach, new weapons, same shitty quarterback. Um, just watch the tape from last year. Just watch the tape on the <laughs> I don't. I mean, I really. If he's gonna, if he's gonna be a good quarterback, this is the year he's got to show something. And that by something, I mean go nine yeah, and eight. Tyree killed Jalen Waddle. And said there's no excuses. No. Yeah, and you, you know, you have a good running game. You know, you have a great tight end, good offensive line. There's nothing. There's nothing that should be holding you back at this point. Um. I just think they're going to lose too many games. Got an offensive head coach in there now. Yeah. Like, come on. Get the hell out of here. I think they're going 7-10. and 10. I'm going to go with you in 7-10. and 7-10? Seven seven you, you, you picked the Jets to go 8-9 and too, didn't you? You fuck. I did, well, I, I got Honestly, originally, I, I had to change this because I had them going 9-8. and eight, mm-hmm. And I was like, that's a bit of a stretch. Ended up yeah. with a winning anything, record. I would, if I was going to go up or down on the Jets, I'm going down. And if I was going to go up or down on the Dolphins, I think they might win more games than I expect. I wouldn't be surprised if they're 9-8 and eight or even 8-9. And, and their best-case scenario season where two was actually like an average quarterback, they can win eight games. 
at least. They have too many. Yeah, weapons. yeah. I, I think, I think, if I'm saying ceiling on this team, I would say it's probably ten wins. Yeah, I think the floor. I think the floor is going to be about five. Yeah, I mean it could go bad quick. Yeah. Um. Okay. Anything else on the Dolphins? No, I don't want to talk about the Dolphins. Let's go about your team here, the New England oh, Patriots. Here we go. Ten and seven record. Remember when you said Mac Jones is better than Lamar Jackson? <clears throat> what? You said you'd rather have Mac Jones than Lamar Jackson. I want to put this on the fucking pod. Don't think I forgot <laughs> this shit. I'm walking. I'm playing basketball in the park, and Nathan's like, you know. Mac Jones, they just beat the Bills. I don't think Lamar could have won that game. Yeah, Mac Jones threw fucking three passes. Are you shitting me? <laughs> and you were being honest, too. You weren't even busting my balls that time because you held on to that till next week. Well, he's just doing what the coach tells him. That's a good quarterback. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. Uh, they went 10-7 and seven in 2021. Um, they lost on the wild card 17-47 to to the Buffalo Bills, by the way. Just thought I'd throw that in there. Um, additions. They did get wide receiver Devontae Parker. Um, he was acquired in a trade with the Miami Dolphins along with a 2022 fifth-round pick in exchange for a 2023 third-rounder. Um, line, linebacker Mac Wilson, he was acquired in a trade with the Cleveland Browns in exchange for defensive end Chase Winovich. Um, cornerback Malcolm Butler, he signed a two-year contract. And then safety Jabril Peppers signed a one-year $2 million deal. I guess we should mainly talk about Devontae because Devontae's the big he's the big addition here. He's the big daddy. Um, New England's not known for having very good wide receivers since Randy Moss, if we're being completely honest. They've, they've whiffed no. on a lot of wide receivers. Uh, I mean, maybe Welker was, he was, he was pretty good too. And Julian Edelman. Edel, Edelman's alright. Edelman's alright. I'm sorry. They haven't, they haven't had a you know, top five yeah. receiver Exactly. Since, yeah, since Moss. And that was only for two years. Year, actually, think, I think it was like a year is, and a half. Is Devontae's production going to go up with New England? Or do you think that he... You think yes. it's going to go up? Yes. Okay. Uh, let me hear it. Let me hear the Patriots take here. I think Tua is going to be a better quarterback. Or I, I think uh, Mac Jones is a better quarterback than Tua. That's true. That, that, I mean, that's a that's a very honest assessment. But at the same time, and, and well, two has got more weapons, better line now. I mean, so but the question is: is, is Devonte Parker's numbers going to go up? Right? Yeah. Now, is Devonte Parker's production is he going to be better than he was in Miami? Yeah, I, I, I would th- I would think so. You know, last year I think. Uh, He's again. I had him on my fantasy team, so I know he struggled with injuries. You'll notice a theme <laughs> with all of this. Every time I mention my fantasy team, it's somebody who's hurt. So, yeah, no, I mean, bad. it's never. So he had a, if they no, get mentioned on the fantasy team. That means that these guys aren't going to do that good. <laughs> don't, yeah, don't mess with them. Uh, no, I, if he can stay healthy this year, and, and you know, as he was two years ago, I think you'll see his numbers go up. I mean. Mac Jones, I feel like he's gonna have a, a another decent year. I, I think that's kind of what Mac Jones is going to be throughout his his career. I think he's gonna be, you know, average to. Sl- 
I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Slightly above average. Yeah. In the, you don't think he can take a leap in the, you know, like put up maybe a 30 touchdown season or something? You think he's just going to stay? No, I think, I, I think he can. I think he Alex can, but I think. Smith numbers. I, you know, I think. I think of Kirk Cousins. Yeah, I mean that's a, a Kirk Cousins puts up numbers though. I feel like Mac doesn't do that. His rookie season. I, I mean Kirk was still on four thousand yards. I feel like pretty early on. I don't know. Not his rookie I season. I just don't know if Mac is capable. Of that. I don't know. You don't think um, Mac can? You don't think Mac could be Kirk Cousins? A slinger? I don't think. I don't know. I think he's more like in line with like a Alex Smith, like you know precise quarterback than a 300 yard like I feel like he would be like more of a winner no offense I I, you know I feel like I'd rather have Mac Jones than a Kirk Cousins because Mac you know his numbers might not be gaudy but you know he can win games if he wins the games he wins the games yeah you know like that that, that's just at least what I think about Mac Um, so there's subtractions here they lost running back Brandon Bolden he went to the Raiders Um, he was pretty pivotal in their plethora of running backs they had last season. Um, wide receiver Nikhil Harry, for, former first-round pick. He got traded to the Bears for a sack what of you, potatoes. What are you doing, Bears, for a sack of potatoes? For a sack of fucking potatoes. <laughs> Who gives a shit what Nikhil Harry got traded for? I only put him in here because he's notable. Um, offensive guard Shaq Mason, he's gone. He went to the Bucks. Um, center Ted, uh, Ted Karras, he went to the Bengals. That's a fucking that's that's a big a, that's a tough the Bengals. Loss. Yeah, that's a tough loss. That's a good center right there. Um, we talked about Chase Winovich earlier, defensive end. He was straight to the Browns. Um, linebacker Dante Hightower, he's gone. Linebacker Kyle Van Noy, he's gone as well. He went to the Chargers. Um, another guy that went to the Chargers was cornerback J.C. Jackson. And then I had to put this in there because Nathan told me I did. Um, James White retired. I forgot that. That definitely Respect after I heard. After I heard James White retired, I dropped New England two wins just because of his impact on this team's offense. <laughs> He's so potent. Yeah, but that's the – I mean, I feel like we're definitely underrating the subtractions of the New England Patriots. I know I'm not. I'm not underrating giving, them. Oh, you're not? No. They're kind of giving me, like, Green Bay Packer level I, of losing people. And, and... – they didn't lose an A. I, like you know Green what? I, I honestly Green think lost, of... Green Bay lost an A+. Plus and uh, New England just lost five Bs instead. Right. Exactly. Which I don't know what's worse. 
Like I, I like to think of the Patriots as the the Cardinals. Cardinals. You know, like John Mozeliak. He always he's always kept us competitive, but every year we curse him out at the trade deadline. You know, like you hate these moves, but then somehow they always work out. I don't think yeah. they do this year, but that's a lot of losses, man. I mean, J.C. Jackson's a, a big loss. Ted yeah, Karras, that's a big, big loss. Uh, Chase Winovich, you get oh, Mac man. Wilson in return. That's not that bad. But uh, Kyle Van Noy, Dante Hightower, they were getting older, but that's, a, that's some tough losses there. Yeah, true. I just, I don't know. I, I think this is a lot. It might be a lot more imp- impactful than people think, in my opinion. Um for the draft, they also, I mean, I got to throw this out there. First round, guard, Cole Strange. I mean, you're out here losing a bunch of people, and then you're drafting Cole Strange in the first round, which if you're seeing anything from training camp, it's just this dude getting fucking cooked nonstop. <laughs> um, Patriots are not known See, for first round picks. Like I said, it's like John Mose. Like, every time we're like, what is this guy doing? And then all of a sudden, watch week one. This guy is going to be the biggest impact player. Yeah, like, he's he's pancake. Cole Strange, right? He's got more fucking yeah. He's got more pancakes than fucking Denny's. He's doing great. Um, <laughs> second second round they got wide receiver uh, Taquan Thornton. Um, third round they got cornerback Marcus Jones. Fourth round they got cornerback Jack Jones. Um, halfback Pierre Strong Jr. and quarterback Bailey Zappi. I remember you threw his name out there for uh, what was it? Sneaky players. Outside. What was it? Trust Sneaky me. Sneaky draft. Bailey Zappi. Absolutely. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here with that. That's Bailey like my Zappi. Kellen Clements. <laughs> That's like when I fell in love with Kellen Clements. It's like it's not going to work. Um, what do you think about the Patriots draft? Do you think? I mean, there's a lot of guys that a lot of people don't talk much about. But do you think we're going to finally see some? We're still going to see they, a little bit of Belichick magic here. I don't, man. They were getting he, he was getting <laughs> hammered for the Cole Strange. Like Yeah. Rightfully I don't so know. too. First with all those subtractions in first round, you're drafting a guard that nobody's heard of. I don't know. <laughs> That's tough, man. Yeah. I'm not a fan I, of it. Taquan Thornton. It, it's a Belichick wide receiver, who knows? Yeah, I mean, I, River, all back I know to the Nikhil Trary, Nikhil Harry, uh, sack of potatoes trade. Sack of potatoes. You like <laughs> you like the sack of potatoes. Um, strength of schedule. They had the 16th hardest, um, so they're right in the middle. Right in the middle. Um, 143, 144, and two opponents record in 2021. Damn near 500. Um, you want my guess on the Patriots regime here, or you want to go? I want you to go. All right. As much as I really want to say that this isn't the year for Belichick, I just I don't know if I can with, with the schedule at hand. I just don't know if I can give up on old Billy. I know that his team uh, – the thing is, is every game they're going to have the advantage at head coach. He's still good with play calling. I just think he's a little outdated with the free agency stuff. Um I mean, they go through stretches where they have Detroit, Cleveland, Chicago, the Jets, and Indianapolis, and then the Jets again. All those games are winnable, and I think Belichick still gives them the edge. Um, they got, you know, an Arizona-Vegas matchup 
um, towards the end of the season. I think they could win both those games as well. It's just, damn. I also don't like the end of the schedule. I really don't with Cincy. They got Cincy and they got Buffalo a lot in the back half of the season. Um, they also got Minnesota after the bye. You know, it's going to be tough. I think it's going to be a wild season for New England. Um, I think they're just going to dominate the first half of the season, but they're going to be fucked at the end. I think they're going to go 9-8, and eight and they're going to be in the wild card hunt. I completely agree with you that they're going to suck at the end, but I think they're going to get fucked up the first four games of the season as well. Oh, okay. I think... I think they're going to start off. There's a good. They will start, start off. off. Oh. Or I. Oh, and three. No, you got one them is, losing to Pittsburgh. One, they could they could end up losing to Pittsburgh, but I, I would say one and three or zero oh and four. You think they lose to Miami off the bat too? I think they could. I think it's definitely possible for sure, but I don't. Uh, I think they could also. They could beat Green Bay, maybe. Oh, they could I put up a no. fight in Green Bay. No, no. <laughs> I don't know. This team, to... this team, like w- with all Fair the subtractions, team. I, I never, you know, he's always, he's always been able to find that guy in the sixth round. You know, like the fifth round. Yeah. It hasn't happened in a while. I don't, I don't know. Like, it, they haven't found that guy. They haven't been able to hit on their high draft picks. They've been. They've been aging the past three seasons, and now these guys are leaving. Uh, J.C. Jackson was a top two, three-corner in the league last year, and he left to go to the Chargers. So, yeah. And and then James White. What have we got for James White on here? <laughs> I'm tired. I heard James White's name way too often today. Jesus. Uh, three Super Bowls. You got to respect the guy. Jesus. Um, he won them all, all of them. I 28 think to 3. Getting... Okay. All right. I get it. I get it. He was a part of the fucking team. He was on, he was on the team. I understand. <laughs> James White. Um, I, I just think I, I, this is one of the few teams usually I look at their record. Or I'll go through the wins and losses, and I'll give New England seven wins this year. But since they have Belichick, I just naturally say, okay, two of those wins, they're going to have two more wins just because of Belichick. You know, I add wins because of Belichick. I think this might be the last year that I do that because I think we're finally getting to the point where it's like, hey, guess who matters more than the fucking head coach? The player. Tom Brady succeeding without Belichick. That's just how it works. Russ is probably going to succeed without Pete Carroll. I mean, obviously, with that, with Drew Lockett, fucking um, quarterback, you know, I think this is this is going to be uh, you know another one of those scenarios where it's just like all right, Bill, I think we're we're nearing the end. We're nearing the end with Bill. We saw it with Bill Jackson. It happens to all the legends, all the greats. You know, they just they they go to. I think it's uh, about over. It's about done. I think he's starting to lose his magic, and now he doesn't have Tom Brady to lean on anymore. Um, but yeah, I would say nine and eight just just to be safe. But if they win seven games, I'd probably. That I would more believe that than winning nine. I'm just picking nine wins because it's the Patriots. I've got them at what six and eleven. Damn, you got them fucking bottom of the barrel. I 
I, I really, I think that's realistic. Damn, you got them below the Jets. When's the last time that fucking happened? I know. Mark I have them below the here? Jets. I have them below the Dolphins. Oh, man. Jesus. You just think I have them last in the division. Honestly, talent-wise, they probably do are like a 6-7 win team. That's why, like, I want to say, I want to say 7 to be safe. But I gotta go. I have to go with the nine wins just because of Belichick. I'm still giving I'm, them the wins. I, this I'm is the last just, year I'm doing it though. I I can't do the Belichick too now. I like, I just don't feel it. Yeah, I think this is a good year to jump off the the boat. But I might sink with it. I'm sinking with it. Um, anything else? This is my t- this is my that, team, and I'm not sinking. I know. With it. <laughs> yeah, you, I, I'm surprised. I thought you'd be the you know well, first one on the boat. <laughs> You know, I was a Patriots fan. You jump on them. You jump on them. They're going to win Miami and fucking Pittsburgh. Go to, or maybe even Baltimore, too. Let's start the season 3-0, and and then you would just be half-chubbed. Like, see, this is why Max <laughs> better than Lamar. Belichick is better than Brady. Watch, they win the fucking Super Bowl this year, and then they'll get blown out by 40 in the fucking wild card again. No, I mean... <laughs> I, it was always more of a Tom... I was, I was more of a Tom Brady fan than a Patriots fan. Yeah. I, st- I still want the Patriots to win, but I don't know. Like, I think that's realistic. Their over-under was eight and a half. Ooh. So I think that's... I don't know. I'd, I'd, I'd take the under. The under. If I, yeah. Um, all right. Are we done with the Pats? I'm tired of talking about them. Yeah, we're done. Let's go to, uh, let's go to Buffalo. Last team in the AFC East here. But they had the number one record last year in the AFC East. They went 11-6 and six in 2021. They lost in that divisional round heartbreaker to the Kansas City Chiefs, 36-42. to 42. Um, Let's go through their additions here. They got a new quarterback in town by the name of Case Keenum. He was acquired in the trade with the Browns for a 2022 seventh-round pick. Heck, yeah. I like that. Hell, yeah. You know the last guy that was backing up? Uh, Josh Allen? He became a starting quarterback again. Maybe Case Keenum can get some, you know, Get some juice. Get some of that too. Trubisky magic. Yeah, Trubisky backup magic. Um, <laughs> wide receiver Tavon Austin. I didn't know this even happened, but I was kind of pumped when I saw it. He had a. I mean, I know. I mean, we're from St. Louis, so we know a lot about Tavon. He's been overrated many times throughout the years, but he had a pretty. When he played last year for Jacksonville, he had a couple games where he actually was definitely looked like uh you know like a specialty guy, you know, a yeah. gadget guy, a guy that you know. I could see having maybe four touchdowns and all four of them are over 50 yards. You know, like something yeah. like that, especially in this offense. Um, they got him. He signed a one-year deal. Jamison Crowder, as we talked about from the Jets, he signed a one-year deal up to $4 million. Um, running back Duke Johnson, we talked about him too. A lot of uh, a lot of spouse swapping here in the AFC East. <laughs> just swapping around used parts here. Um, he signed from the Dolphins one-year deal. Uh, uh, O.J. Howard. From the box, he signed a one-year deal. I think that's a really good pickup. I think that's a good pickup. Um, offensive guard David uh, Cuisenberry from the Titans, he signed a one-year deal. Um, offensive guard Roger Saffold from the Titans, he signed a one-year deal. Offensive lineman Greg Van Rotten, we talked about him as well. The Jets, he signed a one-year deal. A lot, three, you know, big linemen that started, you know, twelve-plus games for teams last year. All signed by the Buffalo Bills. Also, defensive end Shaq Lawson. We talked about him as well. He signed a two-year contract. Defensive tackle Daquan Jones signed a two-year deal. And then finally, uh, linebacker Von Miller. Six-year deal with a $120 million contract to the old head uh, 
Von Miller. God damn. I forgot Six how long years. that was. That's a fucking long contract. How old Von Miller, he's not 25 anymore, is he? We were, hold on, before he switched to uh, L.A. Von last Miller's year. Von Miller's 33 years old. Before he, he was traded to L.A. last year, people were questioning whether Von Miller still had it. Yeah, I, honestly, he looked like he was about done. He now he's got a six-year deal? He was productive for the Rams, yes. You know, a couple games he was like, oh, you know, he kind of looks like 50% of Von Miller in his prime. And now you're going to give him a six-year, $120 million contract. $20 million a year? That's one, the one addition where I'm like, I get it. It's good for the next two seasons. But then after 100%. that, it might be the worst contract in football. Like it, yeah, because after that, if you're paying him $20 million a year for the next four years, and yeah. he's 37, 38 years old. Yeah, that's that's tough. Um, what do you think about all the other pickups, though? Offensive line, defense, wide receivers. What do you think about the Tavon and Jamison Crowder? Well, I, here's – like, I think uh, they're – they need to get the running game going. That's the one thing. I mean, obviously – Josh Allen can sling it. Stephon Diggs can catch it. They got Gabriel Davis. Cole Beasley uh, was big at times last year. I think O.J. Howard was a big pickup, but that offensive line, all those pieces, I think are going to be huge going down the stretch next year. I I, I love all their pickups, really. The Von Miller, that contract, I for, I've, it's been a while since that was since that that came out, so I forgot how big of a contract that was, but yeah, it was fat. That's insane. Um, man, I think I really think that, you know, like I said about Tavon, I think Tavon, especially if somebody gets hurt, Tavon's gonna jump up. You know, um, I like Jameson Crowder too. Just as you know, I mean, just look at these guys that got revitalized in the Buffalo Bills offense. You know, Cole Beasley was uh, all NFL wide receiver last yeah. year or two years ago. You know, with this offense, Jamison Crowder, he's got the talent to do that too. Um, Who, who's their? I'm forgetting the name of their tight end. Um, Dawson, Dawson. Dawson Knox. Knox. I said Cole yeah. Beasley earlier, but I, I was thinking of Dawson Knox. And honestly, I think Knox might have been benefited by the fact that he was just on a highly powerful, powerful offense. That's why I think OJ Howard is going to be, out of all the guys, I think OJ Howard is going to be the guy who gets the giant boost. Because yeah. he's a super, super talented tight end. Um, I think he's fine. And we saw him. that. We saw that before. But and then, you know, Grant came into uh, Tampa. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. I think um, here's a good example. Um, Marcellus Bennett, when he went to, was it New England? And it was New England the one year. He came from Chicago, and it was like he yeah. finally was getting like his shine with a good quarterback. I think we're gonna see what with OJ Howard. Except OJ Howard's a lot younger, you know. So yeah, I like their I like their pickups. Um, let's talk about who they lost though. Here, there's some subtractions. Quarterback Mitchell Trubisky. That's gonna be a tough one. He went to the Steelers. That's that's. Um, a, it's hard to recover from that. That's a franchise ender right there. Um, Matt uh, Matt Breida, another franchise ender. Uh, on the other end though, um, he joined the Giants. He's going to fit right in there. Wide receiver Cole Beasley, he's gone too. He played horrible last year. Um, yeah, he, he, he didn't look good at all. He just didn't seem to fit. Wide receiver Emmanuel Sanders, 
Um, he had a couple good games last year. Nobody's picked him up yet either. He's still out there for wide receivers. That's going to be Baltimore's new number one. <laughs> <laughs> They're going to start Emmanuel. Um, offense tackle, um, Daryl Williams. He's gone. Defensive end, Jerry Hughes. He went to the Texans. Linebacker, A.J. Klein. He's gone as well. And then their starting corner last year, Levi Wallace. He went to the Steelers. Um, okay, so, I mean, they added some wide receivers. We've also seen, you know, different wide receivers on that team get, you know, improved roles. Do you think Cole Beasley and Emmanuel Sanders, do you think that's going to end up mattering at all? I don't. Not with uh, not with the Jameson Crowder pickup. Uh, you know, although Emmanuel Sanders, and I'll tell you what, because I had Cole Beasley on my team last year, and it kept pissing me off because Emmanuel – Emmanuel Sanders took over Cole Beasley's spot last year, it seems like. so. Yeah, he had a good stretch for a little bit. Then you bit. lost both of them. <clears throat> he did. Man. It, every touchdown went to Emmanuel Sanders there for a while. Yeah. And I'm, I, there's always just one guy on the Bills that, that takes off. I mean, other than Stefan. It's just Stefan and then whoever else is going to have a big He's going to get his, and then somebody else will step up. Um. For the draft. I, think, I think you could see that. I, I think you could very well see that being Jamison Crowder this year, though. Oh, really? You think it's going to be Crowder? I would bet that Tavon really? might have more of an impact than Crowder. I really think really? they're going to do some crazy shit with Tavon this year, especially if he can stay healthy. And you know, if somebody goes down. You know, I I mean, I'm not going with Tavon being. I think if anything, Gabriel Davis is going to, um, just from what he did uh, in the playoffs yeah, last good. year. When absolutely yeah. ape shit. I think he, him, and Stefan are going to be. People are going to be talking about them as one of the best duos in the game. But I'm, I'm giving away my ending Do here. You? Let's talk about the draft. Okay. Um, first round, they took cornerback um, Kair Elam. Did I say his name right? I'm not sure. Oh, okay. Second round, they took running back James Cook, guy we've all been high on. And then third round, linebacker Terrell Bernard. We wanted the James Cook. I wanted Algier. Which, by the way, Algier, Tyler Algier is getting there's he's getting first team reps for Atlanta. By the way, just throwing that out there, and that was a guy I threw on like sneaky picks in the draft wow. podcast. Yeah, I heard his name on a, a fantasy draft podcast the other day, and I was like, damn, you know, he's he's looking good. Apparently, that dude's a workhorse. But James Cook is another guy that we talked about. Um, I like it a lot. They need that running game. And from everything that I've heard, the one thing that they're really going to focus on this year for Buffalo, because last year was all about beating Kansas City. This year, they really want to focus on taking hits away from Josh Allen. They want more running picks. They're going to have a lot. I think Singletary and James Cook are going to be a heavy impact on that. Um, I'm assuming that James Cook is going to be splitting carries unless he goes ape shit, which he might. Um, I think he has that potential. But also, there's there's definitely high potential too that James Cook could could bust. What do you think is going to happen, Nate? Oh, you're muted. You're muted, big dog. It happens. I, I think awesome. James Cook's going to be the the key to unlocking this the the full capability of this offense. I really do. That's the one piece they've been missing. Is some sort of a running game without using like, Josh Allen. If they hit big with him and he works, this is easily going to be the Super Bowl team. But they if, they have to stop leaning on Josh Allen in the running game. That that has to stop. 
It's and like if yeah, if they hit with him, it's gonna be money. It's it's gonna be this team's winning the Super Bowl. This offense is gonna be unstoppable. But the thing is, is if they don't, they don't have anybody to fall back on. You know. Oh yeah, then you got back. the same team you did last year. Exactly. <laughs> not you not have no, completely, but yeah, you have no running game, and which that's where maybe another thing Tavon Austin could help him in. You know, he could jump. Yeah. In. I mean, and, and that's. But if you've got Zach if you've Mon- got players that can do that kind of stuff, you know the gadget plays and yeah. that that can work as as a form of the running game as well. True. I mean, look what San Fran did with Debo. Um, exactly. Yeah. You know, Matt Breida. Um, if it's a Matt Breida, Zach Moss, and Devin Singletary show, just I mean, the Bills are just going to be. I I kind of felt like they were underwhelming last year. In my whole honest opinion, they only won eleven games. They won eleven and six. This is a powerhouse team. They should have went fucking thirteen and four. Put your foot down in the regular season. You know that's what I think. All good teams do usually. You know, definitely them with the offense they have. Um, all right. Do you want to talk about strength of schedule a little bit here? Yeah. Uh, Stay. Tied for the twelfth best. Uh, one hundred forty-seven, one forty, and two opponents in twenty twenty-one. Uh, so coming a little bit better than average, but. Uh, still pretty close to the, the at 15 mark. Yeah, I, I, you know, that's for a team like this that could play out huge as far as you know, seeding in the end, and like you said, kind of getting over that regular season hump. You know, even in the playoffs too. But that just kind of seems like uh, the theme with this team is we're waiting for them to just take that jump. You know, like we know they've got it. They just they got to take that jump this year. And I think last year definitely kind of felt like it was taken away from them with the Chiefs stuff. Like, that felt like if they go to the Super Bowl, you could argue they beat the Rams, in my, in my whole honest opinion. You know, I think they could have, you know. They could, yeah. It, it, it's definitely a possibility. Um, man. All right, do you want your prediction or mine on, on the good old Bills? Uh, I'll go first. All right. So... The Buffalo Bills, they start with uh, the Rams right away. Uh, that's that's going to be a great game. That's going to be a great game. Thursday night, right? Yeah. I think that's the, that's the Finally a good season night. opener. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, exactly. Uh, no, that's going to be a great game. But they've got, I, I think the center of their schedule is where all the, the bulk of their wins are going to come. Uh, I, they've got the Chiefs once in the middle of the season. And, you know, I, I'd love to see them finally take that leap. I think the Chiefs are going to take that one. Uh, but I, I think they're going to end up about 13-4 and four this year. Yeah. I think that – I think that – but I, I think in the playoffs is where they're going to be able to take that, that big leap, finally be able to beat the Chiefs. Like I said, I don't think they can do it in the regular season. But Yeah. Chiefs lost I, a lot too. This is I think this is the year. I think – I took them to win the Super Bowl. I, I think Damn. this is it. I think this is that year. Uh, that's the one thing that's kind of interesting also, about the Bills, though. A lot of people are picking them to win the Super Bowl, and usually the team like for that sure. doesn't go very far. But. For sure, but uh, and, and honestly, I think James Cook could very well be the offensive player of the year. Yeah, the rookie oh, of the year, offensive rookie. rookie yeah, of the year. I was about to say, damn. Yeah, <laughs> that dude's yeah, he's passing Cooper Cup. Everybody. <laughs> no, um, not, not maybe not that far. Thirteen and four is good. I mean, I was close. We almost had every single one of these 
like the same, but I just think Buffalo last year was, they were just too afraid of that New England ghost. That's what it felt like. It felt like, okay, us getting over the hump is beating out New England. And that was the whole, you know, mantra. Beating New England and then getting to KC. That was yeah. the whole thing. And they were still a little scared about New England. New England almost fucking passed them. They were one game off. Um, but I think this is the year that they cement themselves as a top team. They got a bunch of fun new weapons. Fun new weapons on a great offense is the perfect combination. Um, they got some strong pieces on defense as well. And what we're seeing with these Super Bowl winning teams and teams that are going to the Super Bowl, they went big on free agency. And, you know, recency bias, teams that go big on free agency, they're going pretty damn far. Um, I think they also have, you know, those quiet sneaky guys. Gabriel Davis is going to have over 1,000 yards this year. I'm going out on a limb saying that. I wouldn't, Uh-oh. you know. Him and Stefan, if he had more touchdowns than Stefan, I would not be surprised. I think Gabriel Davis is going to, I mean, he literally was breaking all the playoff records last season. People forget about this. You know, nobody remembers this. And now he's just going to have a lot less pressure out there too, especially if James Cook is start, you know, a guy that uh, Josh Allen can start checking down to. Um, but, and they, they still got those loud explosive guys too with Josh Allen and Stefan Diggs. It's going to be a fun year for Buffalo. It's going to be a fun year. Um, I'm excited to see what they're going to do with all these weapons. I got them going 14-3, and three, top of the AFC. Top of the AFC. I, I like that. I do. Yeah. I mean, I just think that, yeah. It's just like even the 50-50 games, I'm giving it to Buffalo. I think Josh Allen's going to come out here, and he's going to be pissed Josh Allen. I want to see that. I don't want to see, you know... I mean, I, I just felt like last year was underwhelming for this Bills team because we all were like, Josh Allen MVP. I mean, we're doing the same thing this year, but the only difference is we got it's more seasoned, you know? It's more seasoned. And, and I mean, honestly, like coming off of that, you know, the, the coin flip game, got to be pissed after that, right? Yeah. I mean, that's just a heartbreaking way to lose, so... Hey. If anything, it's yeah. either going to make your team better or it's going to make your team worse, and you're just going to be known as the Utah Jazz. You know, <laughs> you're going to Carl, Carl Malone and John Stockton. It just never be able to win the big one. Um, all right, I'm done. I'm done with the. Nobody wants to be that guy. Nobody wants to be that guy. Um, so let's go through it here. I got the Jets going eight and nine. You did as well, right? Eight and nine for the Jets. Nate? Oh, you muted again? Yes. Sorry. Eight and nine for the Jets. I tapped the Uh, mic and it it didn't work. I do it at least three times a podcast. (laughs) Um, I got Dolphins going seven to ten. I think you had the same. Um, Yes, sir. New England. New England. I had nine and eight. You had six and 11. This was our big. Six and 11. Big gap here. Um, I would much rather you be right. Um, and then I got fourteen and three Buffalo Bills. You got thirteen and four. Okay, great stuff. Great. This is going to be a good division. It's going to be fun this year. I'm excited. I'm excited. This this is one I'm excited to watch. Like I said, the whole AFC. I don't know which one we're doing next yet, but yeah, we'll figure. Whether out it's the North, the South, or West, uh, the South's probably the the most boring of all of them. So. 
You got a you got a good final thought? Because mine's kind of shitty. I can't like Paul DeYoung coming up, and oh my god, how many times are we gonna do Cardinal segments? Honey? I just <laughs> every Jesus, time Summer gets you on with Nick. It's all we. It's all I've got to watch right now. So yeah, true. There's nothing on. Hard knocks. Yeah, Dan Campbell. <laughs> this is the perfect year. I gotta watch some hard knocks. I love watching some hard knocks, but the HBO uh, football thing is pretty cool too. Um, is it? <laughs> it was a joke. You didn't get it. Um, all right. My know. final thought. Um, actually, talk about Paul DeYoung. Let's hear a Paul DeYoung thing. I'll just shut up for twenty minutes. I don't know. I don't want to admit I was. I, I can't admit wrong yet, but like he's looking good. He's been crushing it, man. <laughs> he's been fucking like literally crushing it. He's hitting rocks. I know. He was doing good in my, in the minors too. Maybe that's just it. Just send his ass down for a couple weeks. Get his confidence back up. Have him hitting home runs off, you know, minor leaguers. <laughs> I hate it, man. I can't admit I was wrong yet, but we're getting there. Yeah, I hope you're wrong. I mean, it seems. I hope. Like I hope I am. Um, my final thought. My dog's going crazy right now. Um, I'm tired of. Okay, so we went to Vegas a couple weeks ago, as we talked about. I'm tired of fucking Ubers that don't have front license plates. If you have oh, an Uber, yeah. you need a fucking front license plate. If I'm sitting at the airport and I just had seven delays and. My morning woods going a couple hours ahead of time. You know, like, I'm just not in a good mood. I'm sleep-deprived. I'm on 17 Dramamine, you know. I'm out there <laughs> walking like Charlie Sheen after a night out at the club. Like, I'm that dazed. And I got to look for a fucking license plate. And you don't have it on the front of your... You don't have it on the front of your car? Are you kidding me? <laughs> I just feel like that sucks ass for everybody involved. It's like, oh, no, you got to check the back. You know how hard it is to check the back of a car in, in, in an airport in, airport parking lot? Or New York in City. New York City? Yeah. Like, gee, I know, you know, some people from bumfuck nowhere would be like, oh, it's not that bad. No, it's fucking bad in real cities. It's right. tough out here. I can't see the back of the fucking car, you know, and by the time you see the back of the car, they have to go seven lanes ahead because there's 35 cars picking everybody else up. I don't know. Just get a fucking front license plate like a normal person. Make it so both you have to, at least the Uber drivers, you know, just for a common decency thing. Put it on the front. That's what I can say. All right. Nate, you know what to say. Spread the word. up. 
What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.